As entrepreneurs, our leadership skill set always has to improve. It's something we, we need to embody, being a leader, letting the world know exactly what we have to offer. If we aren't good leaders, it will show. If we're trying to make a difference and we don't have our leadership abilities where they need to be, we're going to have a much harder time. So today, Vanessa Judelman is here to help us all excel with personal development, find our leadership style, and of course, improve as a leader. She has been a leadership facilitator and coach for over 20 years. She has even co-authored a book on leadership, so I'm very excited to have her expertise come on the show. And she is joining us today as the founder of Mosaic Personal Development here on That Entrepreneur Show. Vanessa, thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Vince. Great to be here. Great to see you again. And we are traveling from Tampa all the way to Canada to learn all about how over the years she trained and coach thousands of people to transform from doers to leaders. I've learned that leadership can be really challenging and it's common for leaders to have responsibilities, conflicting priorities and challenging people related issues. Vanessa has learned that over the years, leaders are made, not born. Sure, there are some individuals who find leadership to be intuitive, but to be honest, most do not. Plus, so many leaders get promoted into leadership permission, leadership positions without any formal training or development. So this is where Vanessa comes in. She will give you the tools and strategies you need to feel confident, more self-aware, and more team-focused. Leadership can be the most rewarding experience ever. She quotes Maya Angelou, when you know better, you do better, and it is simple as that. Over the past 20 years, she has also learned that there is an art and science to leadership development, and she has a proven formula that she is about to share. Value-filled show headed your way, listeners, and the spotlight story this week will be titled Five Ways to Focus on Personal Development as a Business Owner, since we have Vanessa on the show. But Vanessa, let's kick that entrepreneur show off. Why did you become an entrepreneur to start? So I've always had aspirations to be an entrepreneur. When I was in my 20s, I worked at a consulting firm and I was on the sales side of the business. And I always saw these senior consultants who did work that they were passionate about. They had a niche they really enjoyed um, and they really made an impact. And I thought, you know, later in my career, that's what I want to do. I want to do work that I love. And I want, I also want to have an impact. But at that time in my career, um, you know, this is before online businesses. This is before there were lots of business coaches out there. And I really felt like before I could become an entrepreneur, I'd worked in consulting for 10 years. I had to actually move in-house and really understand the operational side of the business. So I moved into, uh, worked in a couple of different organizations. I became a leader myself. I really got a deep understanding of what what it's like to be a leader. You know, I thought if I want to be a great executive coach and leadership consultant, I have to, I have to go through the struggles and the trials and the tribulations that leaders go through. And that was the best learning experience because um, when I worked in house, I, in an organization, I had leader, I had people on my team who loved my leadership style and I had people on my team who didn't. I led high performing teams and I also led teams that were not high performing. And that was the best experience because leadership is not always easy. And so um, I've been in the trenches and I've learned from experience. And so after I had those experiences in the, in the trenches for about five years, I was like, now I feel ready to open my own business. I love it. And were you always in Canada or where exactly are you located right now for all of our listeners tuning in in Canada? 
Yes, I I was actually born in South Africa in Johannesburg, but I moved to Toronto when I was seven. So other than a stint living in Montreal, I went to McGill University. I've always been in Toronto. Okay, everyone out there, if you were in Canada, get ready for a new contact, someone you're going to want to learn from and do business with. But in entrepreneurship, we are always learning. I'm hoping you can recommend one book, app, workshop, any tool to our community to help them grow and succeed. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I have a favorite book and it's called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success by Carol Dweck. Are you familiar with her? I'm not, no. Oh, okay. This is a great one. So Carol Dweck is a professor at Stanford University. And what she did is for 20 years, she studied successful people. And she looked at what differentiates people who are successful with people who kind of stay in that place of mediocrity. And she realized that it's their mindset, it's their thoughts, it's their beliefs. And so she coined the term, which many of you have probably heard, fixed and growth mindset. And so fixed mindset is when you think that things are set in stone. For example, if you try something new and you're terrible at it, you just give up. When you say, oh, I'm terrible at this, there's no point working hard at developing a skill. But if you switch to a growth mindset, the perspective is I can really improve with hard work. So I the, the the book was a game changer for me. And if anybody listening is um, a perfectionist, I would definitely recommend the book for you because it really helped me to overcome my perfectionism because the reality is nobody's perfect. We're all human. And so when you make a mistake and you shift to growth mindset, instead of beating yourself up, which is a fixed mindset perspective, you just go, okay, well, that was great. I don't like making mistakes, but <laughs> what what can I learn from it? And what will I do differently next time? And I think especially as an entrepreneur, you're going to make mistakes in your business. And so you have to, you can't give up. You have to persevere and you have to really be able to look at your mistakes and say, well, that kind of sucked. But what what did I learn from that? And how will I move forward more effectively? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of mistakes we're going to make and continue to make, but we can just do our best to learn from them and move forward. As entrepreneurs, we're many of us, I find, are recovering perfectionists where we want our work to be the best. We want it to we want to put out a great product and stand proudly behind our work and I've learned through networking that, you know, these big big books people put out, there are always going to be a typo or two in there. There's always going to be something messed up and I remember my first book Left for Dead going over it over it over it in my own head changing synonyms to other words and making mistakes in my head that I, it's just I love how you brought that up. I think everyone should realize that that it's okay to make a mistake we are human like you said thank you for bringing that up i'd like to shed more light on your business you're on the show today as the founder of a company let's talk all about mosaic personal development so mosaic people development oh um, no problem at mosaic people development we do three things number one we work with leaders of all levels to give them we do training so we give people the basic, I call it the nuts and bolts of leadership. So what happens in most organizations is that people get promoted into leadership roles, but they have no experience leading people. So they get promoted because they're a great architect or they're great at marketing or they're a great IT professional. But leading, let's say you're an engineer, you're a great engineer, leading a team of engineers is very different. Right. So the training that we do teaches people the nuts and bolts of leadership. And that's around coaching and developing your team and giving feedback and managing the whole performance the performance management cycle of your team. Like the that. second thing we do is executive coaching. So I work with you know VPs, senior vice presidents, CEOs, presidents of organizations, and do one-on-one coaching. 
And then the third thing we do is work with teams, leaders and their teams. What is your so favorite to work with? I have to ask, what is your favorite part of the business? Mm, well, what I love about my business is it's diverse. Mm -hmm. So I don't do the same thing every day, Vince. I, I think most of us who are entrepreneurs or builders, we like, yeah. we don't like doing the same thing every day. We like wearing different hats, right? I've yet to meet an entrepreneur, I think, who doesn't like wearing different hats. I think you have to. So that's what I like. I like that sometimes I'm with one-on-one -on -one and sometimes with larger groups and um, I'm really helping my clients to solve problems and their problems are different. And so that's what I really enjoy about the business. Yeah. And entrepreneurship, I enjoy one of the things I enjoy most is how every day is new. They may be doing the same things, but I'm talking to a different person every day. I'm not just doing the same podcast with the same person. I may be writing every day, but I'm on the same part. I can put that at any part of my day, depending on when my guests can, are available to talk. And for everyone listening on today, if you're enjoying this conversation in the show description, we'll have Vanessa's other episodes that she's joined me on in this series. But before then, and right before we hop into this week's spotlight story, can you please share some of the more challenging areas of entrepreneurship to help out our audience facing the same hurdles? Mm, that's a great question. What I love about that question is that I was reflecting, I've been in business now 11 years, and I was reflecting on challenges that I've had over the years. The challenges I think differ depending on where you're at, what stage you're at. So I think about, you know, being in year two, year two is tough. Mm. You're still building, you're growing, you're defining who you want to serve, you're tweaking your offerings. Um, you've got a lot to do and a lot to focus on. So the challenges are very different. I don't think most yeah. businesses last, Vince, I don't know if you know the the percentage, but I think most businesses don't last beyond. It fluctuates depending on who you talk to, but the end of the story is most don't go to year two from what I understand. Like I've heard 90, I've heard 98, I've heard 95, I've heard 75. So what I take away from all that is it is challenging. So please continue. Yeah. And I think it's challenging. And I think if you want to run your own business, you have to really be able to persevere through that building and putting infrastructure in place phase. So now I'm at 11 years in, right? So the yeah. infrastructure the infrastructure's in place, my team's in place, and our systems are in place. And what's challenging at this point for me is really getting out of my comfort zone. It's trying new things. It's being innovative. And it's challenging the status quo because I have systems in place that work. So that's what I'm always looking to do. So for example, this year, I'm running a leadership summit. Never done that before. So I'm always All right. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. So that's that's what I like to do at this phase is really push myself to be innovative and try new things. I look forward to seeing all you accomplish. Be sure to let me know. We'll share it on all the social networks. I'm actually doing one of my first courses as well, too. I reconnected with a friend in Australia. Shout out to Kaylee Chu. She does the 100 lunches movement. Her movement started when her boss put her on the spot and she was suffering from crippling shyness and she couldn't get any words out. So she started this whole movement around it. And I'm part of the the ticket we're doing. I'm I'm doing a intro to podcasting course. It's come to my attention that there are more people than I've realized that join my show that want to have their own show. So now we're going to start getting that going. And like you, it, I haven't done it before. So there's those different emotions, but I'm confident that it will come out well. I'm confident that yours will come out well because of all the work that you put in. I think it's now a great time to head into this week's spotlight story. And it is going to be a great one as we have our guests excelling in this area. It is titled five ways to focus on personal development as a business owner and why you should. There are many great areas of this article. And I'm going to touch on a bunch and then bring Vanessa back on why business owners should focus on personal development. 
Here are significant, be significant benefits, excuse me, of personal development for business owners like you. It sharpens your hidden skills and gives them room to shine. It helps build not just personal, but client and employee confidence. It improves productivity and effectiveness. It boosts your motivation and job satisfaction. And personal growth equals professional growth. And I agree with all of those. Now I want to touch on how to get started with personal development. If you're someone out there who's been slacking in that area, you're trying to hold yourself accountable. I really hope this article helps. It says here are the first five ways. One is read. You probably hear this often, but not only because so many successful business owners can attest to it. So read often, read as much as you can, set a goal to read and finish, even if it's one book a month. Enroll in an online course. These are a great way to develop new or existing skills. You will never run out of options of what course to, which course to take. The options are nearly endless. You can sign up for classes on learning another language or a new sophomore program. There are so many out there. Next is to keep track of your progress. Small progress is still progress, and I agree with that 100%. Talk to a mentor. This could be a business coach, a life coach, or if financially shackled, Anyone you trust could be really a good soundboard. If you feel stuck in your role or feel like you aren't growing, talk to someone that can help you uncover and take that next step. The last one is be inspired. Instead of looking at other people's successes as a competition, try to look at them as inspiration to work harder and better. And I love that everyone out there should only be competing with yourself. The takeaway is that personal growth will look different for each and every person. For some business owners, it might be pursuing long-term educational goals or others developing a skill. Maybe it could be something more abstract, like improving self-confidence or relationships with other people. You can do it. Just challenge yourself. Vanessa, what do you take away? What can you add? So love that article. Love the suggestions. They're very practical and tangible. Whenever I start, when I work with leaders, I have a three-pillar model. Um, I call it three pillars of leadership success. The first one is know yourself. The second is manage your team. And the third like is that. lead business. So that's the first pillar of leadership success. You have to know yourself. You have to be self-aware. And yeah. I read an interesting article in the um, MIT Slow Management Review a couple of months ago. when they talked about the fact that self-awareness actually impacts the bottom line. So I companies with stronger financial performance tend to have employees with higher levels of self-awareness than poorly performing companies. So it's not only good for you as an entrepreneur and a leader, it's good for your business too. Well, yeah, I think if you're that old saying, if you feel good, you play good. If you feel good, you act good. And if you're more self-aware, chances are your brain's going to be more open to learning more. If you're not aware, you're kind of here, here, you're not really in it. I believe firmly that whatever you do, do well, and then good things will follow. Before I let you go though, Vanessa, I have to ask you one of my favorite questions. I have asked every entrepreneur, even as the talking points have changed, if you could sit down and have a conversation with any entrepreneur, dead or alive, who is it going to be? Ooh, good question. Well, if I had to pick one, you know what? I'm going with Sarah Blakely of Spanx. Founder Spanx. I love it. Let's hear why. Founder Spanx. So what I love about Sarah is while she's wildly successful now, her success was not handed to her on a platter, right? Just the opposite. She had a lot of obstacles at the beginning. She, um, and I even love the fact that she tried so many different things before she started staying. She worked at Disney for a while. She yeah. sold fax machines. Um, she tried to go to law school, but she didn't do very well in her admissions test and didn't get even get into law school. So I just think it's a great story about really finding something you're passionate about and believing in it. 
And for me, Sarah Blakely's story is one of, of total perseverance. Even when she started the business, it took her two years, two years just to go to market. And when she did go to market, nobody wanted to invest in the business. So she had to really believe in herself and be very passionate about her product and, and persevere. And I also, I, I love that she's a mom and I'm a mom and she shows you what's possible. She's a great role model for women. Um, and she's actually really fun. If you don't follow her on Instagram, I would recommend it. She does a lot of really fun Instagram posts and you can see that she's, she's very much herself. She apparently used to be a stand-up comedian and you can see that. I love that she brings her humor to the work that she does. You know, as a business person, as an entrepreneur, I have to be so serious all the time. Have some fun. And I think Sarah Blakely is just a great role model in terms of, you know, sitting over lunch with her and having a glass of wine, I think would actually be a lot of fun as well as interesting. And I'd probably learn something too. Where are you going to have lunch? Your choice, her choice, or is there a spot you have in mind? Well, I would assume she has a private jet. Actually, her husband, I think, owns a business where he manufactures jets. So I'm going to say, Sarah Blakely, take me on your private jet. How about lunch in Paris? How about lunch in Paris? That's not a bad idea. Well, thank you so much, Vanessa. I had a lot of fun catching up with you again. And everyone tuning in, she does have the Writing with Authors episode. She's been on all she's been on the shows. Be sure to scroll down to catch up with her in another way. Where can we find you online, Vanessa? Best place to meet me, best place to reach me is my website, which is just Google Mosaic People Development or www.mosaicpd.com. And you know what actually you might enjoy? I have a leadership quiz on there. If you want to find out what your leadership style is, it's totally free. That might be something fun and interesting for you to do. And you can find that on my website. Everyone out there, be sure to take that leadership assessment. It will be worth it. And the show is at That Entrepreneur Show. I am at Vincent A. Lancey and hashtag That Entrepreneur Show. Until next week. We are signing off from Tampa all the way to Canada. Have a great day, Vanessa. Have a great day.